Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Welcome to episode 239 of the Player Player Podcast. Before we get started, I want to give a big thank you to the both old and new additions to our crew tuning in to listen to us do what we do. And what is that, Jacob? Talk about video games. Talk about video games. Every Thursday of every week, we gather around the virtual water cooler to discuss video games and the culture surrounding them. I'm your host, Joseph Hooper, a.k.a. The Hoop Man, along with my co-host, the first fill-in of the baby era, Jacob McCourt. Where? 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 I'm a baby. I love video games. Where? Where? Let's talk about them. Wow. Are you Arson's kid? Are you actually his son? Yeah. So tell me. His child has a very cool middle name, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's cool, yeah. isn't it? It is cool. I think it's I think the baby has two middle names. Yeah. If I'm if I'm correct. But cool is one of the middle names. Incredible. Yeah, well yeah, done, Arsen. That's pretty insane. Uh-huh. Um, which is wild because I've known Angelique for a long time, almost as long as I've known Arsen. Wow. Um I did not know her middle name was cool. that's news to me i'm just learning this out like six years i don't know if it's been six years maybe it's been six years later i don't know Uh, anyways everybody um our sin had his baby um we talked about a little more in the monthly cooldown but congrats let me see if i have a clap sound effect my sound effects got like all messed up so oh we got this here love it there you go round of applause for the baby round of round of applause Nope, not that song. And we don't <laughs> have that one on the soundboard. <laughs> we don't have that one, but Jacob <laughs> gladly uh, uh, filled in for us. Uh huh. Um, so yeah, we got a baby, which means Arsene is not here because he has to either rest or take care of said baby, one mm-hmm. of the two at all times for the next who knows how long. So we're going to see how long we can keep guests rotating through the show, starting with uh, the... I don't know, 10-time champ. You definitely haven't been on the show 10 times, but the 10-time recurring podcast guest champ, Jacob McCourt. Sir, how are you doing today? I'm doing well, man. Uh, we did the monthly cooldown, and I didn't even talk about how I'm like seven episodes away from finishing Monster. That's Folks beautiful. in the Discord know uh, that's beautiful. What, what's that the, what that's about. But uh, no, I'm super happy to be here, man. Um, thank you for having me. Uh, we're going to carry the torch for Arsene while he's uh, occupied. Yes. Uh, and, and we have a great topic to talk about today. I'm excited. Yeah, we're going to be talking about some Nintendo news. But before we do that, just a reminder, everybody, if you want to join the Discord, join the conversation, reach out to us, talk about whatever. All that is in the description of this episode, the mm-hmm. link to Discord, our social medias, all that stuff. So go there, find it, have a good time. Uh, we had a Nintendo Direct today. We did. And... There was a lot of hopes and dreams attached to this director, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it's been a while since we've had some su- substantial Nintendo news. We've run out of catalog in terms of <laughs> knowing what's coming. Like we mm-hmm. knew Pikmin is, uh, Pikmin is obviously a big one on the way. Mm-hmm. We know Tears of the Kingdom is the biggest one on the way. Yep. And we know that Metroid Prime 4 is allegedly coming at some point in the allegedly. future. That's basically all we know. So we're we were looking for Nintendo to basically set fill in the schedule a little bit. Let yep. us know what we have to look forward to on the Switch. Maybe even a Switch Two, possibly. Maybe Ooh. we even have some new hardware to to look forward to. Um, and they certainly answered some questions. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe many questions that were answered were unasked. Many questions were. Uh, and we're going to give our little opinions on that. Jacob, what did you think about this Nintendo Direct? So, Ma- Nintendo is the company that will just randomly announce the day before a Nintendo Direct is going to be like a banger. On a random Wednesday in February, they're like, hey, why don't we tell you what first party titles are going to come out, all of them, in the next year? All the important ones. And this is an A Nintendo Direct. I could not believe it was 40 minutes long and there was just like banger announcement after banger announcement. And I was just like floored multiple times, even the small stuff that we'll get into. There were some really shocking announcements of remakes, remasters, etc. And look, I know there's a lot of remasters. So somebody's going to say there's not new games in here, but at least we know for the next year, most of the content we're going to get. I hate to burst your bubble though. Uh, no switch to announcement. 
No switch to announcement. Um, so you said this was an A. Yep. Uh, what did you, what was on your prediction list? Like your realistic prediction list going into it? Yeah, I think the only real expectation, I, I guess I had two real expectations. The first was I thought Advance Wars 1 plus 2 Reboot Camp was going mm-hmm. to drop day of. They mm-hmm. were going to say, you can get it digitally today and you can get it in stores on Friday. Mm-hmm. Uh, I w- was sort of right, kind of. Um, and then I thought, obviously, they were going to end the show with Zelda Tears of the Kingdom and show off more of that because that game is out somehow in three months from now and we still have a lot of questions. Um I think beyond that, I was just like, hey man, whatever comes, comes. And there were, uh, there was more details about like season passes because Nintendo does a thousand season passes now for games that are first party Mm -hmm. games. Mm -hmm. Uh, But then we even got like little things about like remasters like Ghost Trick. Uh, I don't know if you know what Ghost Trick is. Have you ever heard of that game? I'm going to stop you right there because we are going to get more into our favorite announcements. And I don't know what Ghost Trick is, by the way. (laughs) I'll tell you. I'll put a pin in it. I'll I'll stop that right there. Um, But okay. So you didn't expect the world. You just like, we're okay. We'll probably get a couple updates here and there. We might get an announcement here. Okay. Um, And I'll, let's go ahead and switch it over to me. Go ahead. Yeah. What'd you think? Yeah, go ahead and ask me what I thought. Yeah, Joseph, um, what you, would you think of this uh, this Nintendo Direct on a random Wednesday in February? Let me let me answer your question with a question. All right. Oh no, oh no, Jacob. Am I just not a fan? Like, am I not a real <laughs> Nintendo fan? Like, am I living in some bizarro world? All right. Now, granted, I watched it, and by the end of the by the end of the the direct, I was like cool cool this is this is cool <laughs> but i go on to the internet all right i go yep. on to i i twitter.com was broken so try i mean i wasn't else. on twitter.com i was on youtube.com spawn wave uh, a youtube channel i follow after every uh like showcase yep they put out a little poll and let me tell you usually this poll i'm i'm looking at this poll like Who's voting in this? Like, it'll be like Xbox uh, Direct. Like, most people are voting like, like I don't know, ten percent give it an A, fifteen percent B, fifteen percent D, fifteen. Like, it's just like people yeah. are just like, I don't care. PlayStation Showcase, same thing. Like, maybe a yeah. little more B. How are the Game Awards? More... It was a D. Yeah, D C. I'm like, who? I'm like, who? Who is? Yeah. Who is Spawnwave's audience that they're voting? <laughs> well, guess what? I find out. How was the Nintendo Switch Direct? Like 75%, eh? Yeah. I'm like, 75%? Eh? Like, what's happening here? Because from my eyes, I (laughs) finished watching the Direct, and I'm like, I learned nothing. I learned nothing at the end of the Direct. Tears of the Kingdom? I knew that was coming out. Yep. Did it look cool? Yes. I thought it looked pretty cool. Matt Mercer's Ganon, probably. Probably, probably. That's kind of cool. Yep. But also, I could have, I knew the game was coming out. I <laughs> could have just waited and learned uh-huh. that. Pikmin 4, another one. I knew that was coming out. Yep. It's nice to see it didn't get delayed. There's also, a dog or something there, like you, a dog. You're riding a dog through the water or the puddles or whatever. I don't know. That's cool. But also, I, I pretty much assumed that game was coming out. Mm-hmm. Everything else, I guess I already needed to own the game. <laughs> that we got updates for to be excited about this because i i'm not getting xenoblade chronicles i don't care what new lady you're putting into the game nintendo yep. i'm not picking up this game has has passed me mm-hmm. kirby i don't want to play as glort glort maximus the side character of <laughs> kirby <laughs> kirby dreamland supreme yep. deluxe all right i like by the time and let me tell you maybe i think this one's on me they had the little shadowy figure be revealed. Guess what? Professor Layton's back. I never yeah. took his class. I've never been, I never enrolled in Professor yep. Layton's university, unfortunately. I don't know who this man is, but I like the anime. I like the way he's animated, all right? Yep. I like the the cut of his jib. I mm-hmm. am interested to hear more about that. But Level it, 5 just is making games again, somehow. So my point here is, this: if this is an A, I can't imagine the next direct 
where you guys get like a mainline Mario game. Yeah. The internet will break. Like if we're getting, if we're only getting games that have already released, hey, guess what guys? Game Boy Color games, we brought them back. All yeah. right. We brought them back onto our mediocre online service. People going crazy. <laughs> I'm not saying this stuff isn't good. Yep. We're talking A's. We're giving out A's for this. I don't know. I don't know. So, Joseph, I think they were just like levels and tiers of bangers. It was just like we'd get an A banger. Then we'd get like a B banger. Like, hey, we'd get an announcement of like Samba de Amigo. That's cool. Then we get the the Battle Pass announcements or the not Battle Pass, but the Season Pass, Expansion Pass, whatever the hell they call it. Their naming is terrible. Um, but like, hey, Fire Emblem Engage is going to get all these new characters. Cool. And then you'd even get like the third party announcements. Um and the remaster announcements, like, you know, Baton Katos, which, like, who knew that was going to come out? Baton uh, Katos, like a, a what classic. The we get the new Dead uh, Dead Cells Castlevania footage. We get Etrian Odyssey stuff. Uh, we get footage of Tron Identity. Like, there's just, there was so much. And I, if you look at my, like, I was in our Discord, just, like, every third announcement it was just like whoa because i couldn't believe it metro <laughs> yeah. prime just dropping like during the the nintendo direct kind of wild that is that's pretty wild i'll give them that yeah. one what do you expect man like what are you looking for out of announcement what is uh, an a to you i'll tell you what all right i'll tell you what i'll tell you what an a is nintendo is i mean they're a very lucky group of people over yep. there a very lucky group of executives uh -huh. that they can i don't understand but they have basically 50 percent of the switches life cycle probably more old has games been cashing in on old games right yep and for myself as someone who wasn't playing as many of these more niche um nintendo titles uh for someone who didn't get hooked on metroid at an earlier age I would appreciate more reasons to be a part of their new generation or to be sold on their new generation. I think early on of the Switch's life cycle, it was 100% that. It was like, hey, this is a new piece of hardware and we are telling you, we're showing you our most popular franchises in a new light. Mm -hmm. Breath of the Wild, Mario Odyssey, we eventually got Kirby. Yep. We uh, got... I mean, Pokemon Sword and Shield was not a, in a new light. It was probably mm -hmm. in the worst light it's ever been in. But now we're here with Pokemon Legends Arceus and yep. and uh, Scarlet and Violet. And that is kind of like the new generation that matches up with the hardware. Yep. Um, I was hoping that because there are so many question marks after Tears of the Kingdom, mm -hmm. we would get more updates on their mainline parties. Mm -hmm. And not even like mainline mainline like i don't need donkey kong to show up with his sunglasses and be like hey kids i'm finally on the switch <laughs> with this brand new tech or whatever that's not necessarily what i need but yep all these franchises that were remat like remastering putting on the nintendo online store we can't take two or three of them like do like a smaller iteration in like that's not just you know the same game that we had 20 mm -hmm. years ago that's just kind of what i'm hoping for or like if not that, like we got Pikmin 4, which is basically what I'm asking for. Yep. Um, if we could have gotten one more announcement, kind of the size of Pikmin 4, I know Tears of the Kingdom still has to come out, so they don't want to, you know, get in the way of that at all. I understand that. Mm -hmm. But if they could just also supplement it with some modern looking indies, like I think that's what uh, PlayStation and Xbox in their best showcases do really well where it's like hey we got some games that we're working on we're trying to get out starfield we're trying to get out spider-man 2 but also we talked to the best indie developers around and we are showcasing their game here uh first ever seen or first time ever seen whatever um i think that's what makes a new direct because i think just bringing back these old games kind of yep. does a disservice to the new people. I mean, and granted, you could say, oh, the new people can go play the old stuff now. No, I don't want to do that. Yeah. The old stuff is for the old people. Mm -hmm. And so. look, maybe I just disagree with you because there were in my mind like three really big, because this was 40 minutes, but assume that like mm -hmm. Pikmin 4 takes up five, 
I, I don't know the run times, but like sure, sure. Tears of the Kingdom takes up five. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so really you have half an hour. In my mind, there were three really big like quote unquote indie announcements in there. Mm-hmm. And maybe they weren't your thing. But I think that when I think of like Life is Strange, the Don't Nod, their new Fair game enough. got announced, which Fair is kind of wild. Uh, it's called Harmony, the Fall of Reverie. And it kind of looks like it's choice based, but there's like a, a treat, like a timeline tree system in some other games uh it looks a little more anime than some of their other games it's mm-hmm. 2d rather than 3d for the most part and it it looks super cool it reminded me of um i was a teenage exocolonist like that's kind of what it looked like the, yes. the finji published game from last year uh and i was like totally down so you had that one then after pause, that you pause had- real quick while we're on that one um I am very excited about this project coming off of Life is Strange True yep. Colors uh-huh. um, just because I love the writing in that game so much. So another narrative adventure. I'm totally down. I'm ready for it. Uh, I will probably be playing it. Um, I'm curious if it has voice acting uh, because I think that was a big part of my Life is Strange, Life is Strange True Colors experience is yep. they casted these fantastic voice actors. And that really went along with with selling me with this story that they wrote. Um, the, the Switch trailer didn't have voices, but also Switch trailers are weird. Like yep. literally anything could be going on there. So I'm very <laughs> curious. I really, really hope it would be really nice if it had, if it had voice acting. Mm-hmm. If it doesn't, it's not the end of the world. Citizen Sleeper. Didn't have voice acting. Didn't have voice acting. Do you like yeah. reading? Get ready. Yeah. Do I like read this? My my only my only book of the year read will be will be this don't not game. That's yeah. what I'm putting down on my Goodreads. Does Citizen Sleeper count as a book? Because then mean, I read world one book last year. In my world, it does. So both of us, one book. Um, okay, keep going. I almost said when you said pause, 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 I said can't pause and then kept going, but I figured that would just be <laughs> copyright infringement. Yeah. Uh, Tron Identity, which is the okay. new Mike Bithell game, which. Okay. I, I love Bithel games. I just played Subsurface Circular for the first time, like maybe a month ago. Love the Solitaire Conspiracy. Um, Love John Wick Hex. So this one looked like a combination of Subsurface Circular with some kind of like card game, if you will. Mm -hmm. So I was in, and that's the first time I've really seen gameplay of this thing. And Mm -hmm. then the third um, uh, indie game, I mean, it's not technically indie, but the new Mickey um, Disney's Illusion Island it also mm-hmm. looked cool. I know it's from Disney, but it's really mm-hmm. got like indie vibes despite being from the largest media company in the in the world. It felt mm-hmm. very indie. And it's the first time I've really seen a look at that co-op platformer um, since they announced it a little while ago. It looks cool. It's out in July. Yeah. I mean, I don't disagree with you. Um, it's not really an indie the, game. So you can, two, two indie games. That excited me. The Tron one and the... Um, Disney one weren't like my cup of tea, but I think they are cool. My mm-hmm. only counter argument to that is those were originally announced at the D23 event hosted by Blessing Adiyoye Jr. Crushed it. Um, so from my perspective, Nintendo, great people. Obviously, they got a lot of good games there, but I'm like, you guys were being championed as the indie machine. Uh-huh. When you guys launch, like you guys need to go out and start platforming some of these Disney. Great. Go find. I mean, you had Sea of Stars on there, but at this point, everybody wants Sea of Stars in their showcases. I, yep. I don't think that's like a, a secret. Go find some good indies, man. Like, don't don't I don't I, I I'm happy that Xbox and PlayStation are starting to pull back some of that goodwill in terms of platforming these indies mm-hmm. in their showcases. But Nintendo go go do some indie searching all right let's let's see some exclusive looks to some new uh developers out there that's that's all my that's my only thing but anyways nindies was a big thing five years ago i remember like when you went to pax they did nindies parties and whatever and mm-hmm. like like you'd get games like runbow i think was the name of that game like um there were a lot of weird indie games that really got their footing on like even we we you like we wear era so mm-hmm. Nintendo can bring it back and look, bring it I guess back. I want less fashion dreamer where you can become the next yeah. influencer and I want yeah. more indie. That's the only thing in the whole showcase where I'm like, what the hell is this? Fashion dreamer. That looked like that one Kim Kardashian game where you yep. just like that mobile game. I'm like, uh-huh. what is this? I'm like, where are all Why the micro spending more time? Yeah. Like well, who like they must've ran some metrics where they're like, people are excited for this. We have to show a lot <laughs> we have to get them hyped. I mean, and that's or our like, platform partner said you must talk about this game if you want to talk about this game. Yeah, that's true. That's that's mm-hmm. also true. Yeah, it's just like 
these type of directs um, somewhat confuse me as someone who's not in, like Nintendo people who have a rich history with Nintendo. Hi, that's me. They, yeah, like, trust me, I understand. I get it. You, We're putting up these Game Boy Advance games on the screen. We're losing our minds. Um, we're putting up professionally and we're losing our minds. I get it. Um, but as just like a regular bystander, mm-hmm. it's very like the, the audience targeting for this is like shotgunned all over the place. Like we got yep. the Fashion Dreamer showing up. We got the Disney 23. And then we're putting game boy games on like professor layton cool i'm down for that yeah but do people know who professor layton is if you're not like ingrained like yeah if you like you have 120 something million switches out there i don't know if you just saying professor layton is returning is is enough information to get the audience excited that's just my opinion now there's granted, like a weird it's like phoenix wright and then there's like the the trauma center games, and then there's like Professor Layton. Like that is an era <laughs> yeah. of DS games that look. I've touched a Layton game. I tried it, and I'm like, I'm too dumb for this. Um, oh, but okay. I know who he is, and I've wanted is to it play like the Layton mystery f- game. Or yeah, you're a detective, and it's basically you solve puzzles, but they're pretty elaborate, like almost mm-hmm. puzzle scenarios where each scenario is a little bit different. Mm-hmm. Um, when I played the game, I was too dumb for some of the puzzles, so. Uh, okay. And I played Escape Academy, and that was like a great level of difficulty. Uh, but these games, mm-hmm. in my mind, were maybe a little bit more difficult. Interesting. So I actually just found a copy of Professor Layton right here off screen. So I'm going to go ahead and download it on my Steam Deck just to make it easier for me to play. Of course. I don't know where my uh, DS, I think, is. I think that copy I see off screen is for the DS or something. I don't know. I yeah. don't have that console. So I'm just going to download it on my Steam Deck. <laughs> and like, I, I guess I'm like a though. crazy Nintendo guy because like it was my birthday on the weekend and I, my mom's Happy like, what do you birthday. want? And I'm like, my, thank you. My DS light was wrecked in a house flood at my parents' house. So I was mm-hmm. like, Hey, you know what I'd love for my birthday? You know, that pink DS light that's been sitting in your desk forever. I want it. Uh, and then I'm also okay. the idiot who bought the GBA games on the Wii U shop before it went down. Cause I'm like, I don't know when I'm going to have these GBA games again. So like, <laughs> I guess I understand your point of like, you're not the core audience here mm-hmm. where like, there are a ton of GameCube and Wii re-releases here. So maybe that's just like, that is the era and GBA releases. So maybe mm-hmm. it's like, this is my era and I'm just so excited to see sequels, remasters, and even the um, the Game Boy Advance stuff come in. Even if mm-hmm. Nintendo's strategy for Switch Online expansion pass, not expansion pass is kind of stupid. Yeah, I think we... So this is kind of where I want to transition the conversation to. Um, I think we're in an interesting time here, right? Even though a lot of Nintendo fans said, "Hey, this was an a, this 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 was a great showcase." I'm yep. not saying it's not was not a great showcase, especially if I had a lot of nostalgia for the stuff that was announced or remastered or brought back. I understand mm-hmm. that. Um, I think the audience at large, like most Switch owners, would see this and say, ah, "Well, I don't really know what's going on here." Mm-hmm. Um, I think we're in an interesting time because. I think two years removed from, or maybe three years removed from like traditional E3s, like we could always understand that, hey, in February, we might get something cool. We might get some cool announcements, but hey, in June, that's when we know when the first party, big first party stuff is going to get announced. That's Mm -hmm. when we know what what to expect for the next year. June is when the big announcements are coming. And for Nintendo... For basically everyone but Xbox, it's kind of just like it, we we just announce whatever when we are ready. Like yep. it doesn't matter. June, it doesn't matter. Like mm-hmm. it could be a random August, random yep. day in August. We'll announce the new Mario game. You mm-hmm. guys just wait. And I'm curious if the industry has shifted. And I think June will be the true true test. Mm-hmm. I'm curious if the industry has shifted from announcing things so far in advance just because basically everyone has been burned by delays at this yeah. point. Um, uh, PlayStation had their big burn back when like Last of Us and all that stuff was delaying. Um, Nintendo obviously had to delay Tears of the Kingdom. Mm-hmm. Um, and Microsoft, Lord, Lord knows When's Microsoft. When's Hellblade 2 coming out? Who knows? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I'm very curious and I wouldn't be mad at this. I wouldn't be mad if like, it's just kind of like, hey, 
whenever we're ready, we're going to have a showcase. Mm -hmm. But do you think we ever get back to a point where Nintendo is like, tune in. This is we are going to tell you what's going on with our first party lineups. And like, we'll know it's a big one going in. No, you you don't. You think we're done with that, basically. Yeah. I mean, I think we're done with the um, the tentpole summer as much as it saddens me that like. You know, my my goal growing up was like, I'm going to go to an E3 and I would have gone to an E3 and then COVID happened. Um, mm-hmm. But beyond that, I think we're past the like tentpole moments in announcing games. Obviously, mm-hmm. the Game Awards will be a thing. Keeley will determine when big games are announced. But beyond that, like every publisher is going to come out with their own timing and decide when they want to put things out because we're in the... We're in the attention economy, Joseph. And really yes. it's like the publishers and the the small indie devs, like if SteamWorld can put out a thing and say, hey, we're going to have a, a direct on this day, um, mm-hmm. every single publisher of note is going to start trying to find their own spot. Because, you know, we're competing against Netflix and TV and YouTube. So it's, it's just a matter of like every company is going to find their spot. And we're never going to get back to a point where like, yeah, sure. There'll be a couple tent poles, but like Nintendo's going to do whatever the hell they want because Nintendo's mm-hmm. in a weird spot anyway. Right. Because they, they're now on year seven of their hardware. This thing mm-hmm. launched in March of 2017. They're probably still going like, man, are, what do we, what do we do? What new software? But we're probably working on something new, but like what software are you going to put on this old thing? Cause you know, there's 120 million of these out there. So we should still be putting out software. We're in a, and microchips are still a problem. We're in such a messy place with games. Um, I don't know when, if it ever goes back to the old way of doing things. Sorry, I was all over the place there, but like there are so many factors here that make me think that we're never going to get back to the ways of old. That's interesting because like hearing you say that, I'm like, half of me is like, man, that really sucks because. Yep. Back in the day, those were the best moments. Like having yeah. a week where you're having some of the biggest game announcements set up. Like you're set for the next X years. Like yep. you know to look forward to things every year for the next X years. Um, it's sad to see that going away. Um, but at the same time, if this also means that because they're doing their own timing, they will pace it based on the progress of their developments, I'm all for that. Like if we can get situations where it is like, hey, Pikmin 4 got announced last year mm-hmm. and it's coming out this year. If basically all Nintendo announcements are like, and granted they've been pretty good about that mm-hmm. up until we got to the like COVID era, which is fair. Um, if the rest of Nintendo announcements are just like that, I'm totally down for that. Like I actually prefer that. Like, I don't like waiting five years or whatever for Tears of the Kingdom. It's just excruciating, and it almost feels like a cop-out for Nintendo to be like, we're not announcing things. Tears of the Kingdom is on the way. Like, yeah. don't worry. Um, so, we'll see. I always think we'll of, see. like, the the dichotomy of, like, which companies are publicly traded because those mm-hmm. companies have to announce software to tell their, like investors that like everything's fine we're putting things out right Mm -hmm. but i think of someone like a nintendo that's their core business sony that's probably the lion's share of their profit and revenue i'm not looking at their financial so i don't know but the interesting part about microsoft is that microsoft i think can they're like the wild card right because i think of like them as a as a large business where xbox is maybe 10 percent of the revenue i'm just throwing that number out there Mm-hmm. you only need to know about the biggest titles that are coming. Mm-hmm. And so with their new studio system, where they're going to have developers like uh, Tango Gameworks, like Double Fine, uh, get to work on projects at their own pace. And like, sure, we know the big games that are coming out, but then there's that, mm-hmm. that B tier of game that we might get shocked by. So I think that I'll revise my answer to say, Nintendo's going to just do this till the end of time now unless something really changes sony's gonna do what they do but i think microsoft is the wild card because they have so many studios some of them small that can work on projects in secret and then just kind of drop something i can't wait till double finds next project 
Oh yeah. Because imagine if it's like the old um, Amnesia Fortnite style of like four hour experiences, like your stackings and your um, what's some of the other games like Iron Brigade. Like, give me more of those and just drop those without any warning. Yeah, I'm in that camp for sure. Um, Microsoft just, I mean, I want to say they shot themselves in the foot, but I mean, it's really just the the same curse of the Xbox One era where yeah. they were trying to right the wrongs. They were trying to fix the sins of the father, a.k.a. Don mm-hmm. Matrick. Yeah. And uh, it's like, okay, we have Game Pass. We bought all these studios, but mm-hmm. obviously these studios are going to take forever to spin up and actually make something of value. Uh, but we have the Xbox Series X. We have to yeah. get people excited about it. So they had to announce state of. They had to show off State of Decay, Hellblade, um, Contraband, like all these yep. different games. Oh yeah! And now we're kind of in the point where it's like, all right. Uh, so yeah, remember those games you told us about three years ago, mm-hmm. four years ago, that are still three years out. Maybe? Yeah, it's so unfortunate and. I I really do hope that we can get to the era where um, Xbox can release a game a quarter like they said they wanted to. I feel like we're still a long way away from that. Like, if we can have a pretty solid release in both halves of the year, I yeah. think that would be good. Like, let's start there first. Um, yeah. I might be the Nintendo- only guy who ever defends Don Matrick, but, like, strategically, the strategy was he knew where the world was going. It was the execution uh, that was poor. Yeah, That's a very, whole other podcast. Very, yeah, very, very bad execution. Terrible execution. Yeah. Um, in fact, uh, but yeah, for Nintendo, the cadence has been like insane. Like, yeah. To have Breath of the Wild and Mario Odyssey released in the same year and then just have like the most sporadic like next gen title launch i mean it's not even next gen current gen title launches since yep. then has been very interesting i mean the mainline titles that they have put out I'm trying to think back have all pretty much been bangers from the very beginning we had you're talking Breath like of- the the trip the triple triple, triple a stuff a, triple not a. like mario strikers last year um, no mario strikers that's the one and i thought we were going to get a mario baseball announcement because i heard yeah. people throwing that around i don't know what is going with going on with yep the sports franchises i bought mario tennis i was mm-hmm. very excited because that was a game i loved on the gamecube yep uh and i le- legitimately have a copy off screen of that one yep. like legitimately mm-hmm. um, I, I mean dr layton professor layton or whatever his name is <laughs> that was legitimate too i think uh but for sure mario <laughs> mario strikers man but the online situation i think that's like nintendo's achilles heel their online infrastructure is just not good so yeah. the sports games have for sure suffered unfortunately but mario I like tennis. party golf was golf was trash and golf then, was trash strikers so strikers I, had no fun. content yeah but it didn't have yeah exactly um mario party is another in that double a that's more of like a remaster type yep. type deal but still um i think they're they're like new refresh titles have been pretty decent and especially when we talk about kirby uh mario yep. even bowser's fury i know people liked a lot yep. Smash Which Ultimate, need, Pokemon Smash Sword and Ultimate, Shield, exactly. Animal Crossing. Like, they've had a banger a year. Then I find yeah. even they're like, so if if the sports games are a single A, then you have the double A stuff like Fire Emblem Engage mm-hmm. um, that, like, appeal to a certain group. Um, they've had triple A bangers, but what is the triple A mm-hmm. banger after Zelda? I don't know if there is one. Yeah, that's the question. I mean, and that's the big question mark when we talk about the hardware, right? Yep. Where it's like, I had I did not expect them to announce any new hardware um, today just because, I mean, you have Tears of the Kingdom coming out. You don't want people saying, hey, I'll wait for this to buy it. Like, oh, this is going to be even better. Why would I buy Tears of the Kingdom when, you know, Switch 2 is coming out? Just yep. stuff like that. Obviously, they're not going to announce new hardware. I can't see them doing it at the fall, in the fall. Mm-hmm. Like, their hardware is old. And, I mean... Because, like, Tears of the Kingdom releases in May? Yep, May. Like, they would have to do a direct right after that. If mm-hmm. they wanted a big fall title, they would have to do a direct 
right after that to start drumming up excitement if we're talking about like a new big mario game or a new big donkey kong game let's say yeah um, they're not know kind of what's what's like past that it's like probably metro prime 4 but that thing's in development hell mm-hmm. maybe a mainline mario game we're probably going to get a pokemon let's go some sort of remaster mm-hmm. this year um donkey kong sure what's after that maybe new hardware i don't know i think i think we're going to figure it out in the fall um and i think the answer to that question like what's the big next thing is going to be paired with the new hardware i think we're done with the big next thing on the switch mm-hmm. i think that train has kind of uh like sailed because once we hit 2024 like we're deaf we're like we're like 2024 we need some new hardware mm-hmm. at least like we need an update we need the full rundown we need the launch plan something like that um and like there's not enough time to release a game between zelda and what i would expect would be the new hardware announcement mm-hmm. i mean it could be a breath of the wild situation where it's like oh we do have a new big franchise in the works and we'll also release it on switch 2 or it'll be yep. backwards compatible or whatever um that's always always a possibility but i fully expect once breath of the wild releases they're going to give that thing a couple months to breathe and break all sorts of records before they even try to mm-hmm. like distract anybody from the possibility of buying two copies of that game yep i just my mind immediately goes to like you know we're probably two to three years away from a new piece of hardware like and that is that is it like there's we can't be 10 plus years with the same piece of hardware my mind immediately goes to so how effed is the backwards compatibility going to be on this thing? I bet mm-hmm. you there's none. And then everyone complains to be like, cool, I just spent all this money on the Switch for 10 years and it's not forward compatible. Great. Yeah, I think like when we were having the conversation about the Switch 2 last year, yep. um, it sounded like absurd that it wouldn't be backwards compatible. Compatible. Going into possibly, I mean, almost certainly 2024, 2025 for new hardware. Yep. I find it totally believable that it's not backwards compatible. Because, like, what's the point? Like, you already have a Switch. You're just going to buy a new Switch. And you're just going to buy, like, hopefully they have a, like, the weird thing about this is, like, it has to be backwards compatible if that's what we say but are the executives in japan who are thinking about this gonna say that same thing too the only reason i say that is because like what does the catalog look like if we're looking at the switch catalog basically the entire switch catalog was guess what i know nobody bought the wii u we're gonna put all those (laughs) wii u games on the switch all these old games all these classic games we're gonna put them in the online store like we're gonna remaster these old classic gamecube games we're gonna do that you can't really do that with the switch too so either you make things backwards compatible um or you say hey we have an insane lineup to kick this thing off and just fuel it like it would basically have to become indie indie machine part two because Mm -hmm. otherwise there's really no incentive like you can unless they have a one-two combo like breath of the wild mario odyssey mario Mm -hmm. odyssey 2 and donkey kong or something or metro prime 4 like i don't see how that can work because there's nothing to port to a switch to i i just have i guess uh five five syllables for you ps vr2 like that again is Sony. <laughs> that is Sony. Okay. It took me. I took me a second to realize okay. how many <laughs> syllables are in that. Uh, but like they had the hubris to go, hey, we're gonna put this thing out. Nothing's. And I understand that there are challenges in VR that there are not challenges with like traditional hardware. I get that. Mm-hmm. I'm an adult. I understand. But at the same time, you're asking people to spend, you know, with a PlayStation and a PSVR, a thousand dollars on a piece of hardware, and then if they already are in the ecosystem, which small ecosystem begin with, you're going to mm-hmm. then expect them to spend $50, $60 on, on new games as well without being able to play the old versions of Beat Saber and whatever the hell they play. I just think like mm-hmm. with Sony and Nintendo in particular, like there's this very weird, it's not weird, 
I'm reading Reggie's book right now, and I understand that there's like a disconnect between like what Japan thinks gamers want and what North American gamers want. And like, mm-hmm. I can just imagine like Doug Bowser in a Japanese like boardroom just being like, they need to be backwards compatible, and him having that fight for the next three years, and we'll see how it goes. Yeah, I mean, he's gonna breathe fire if it's not. Yeah, it's 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 interesting because in the case of the PSVR two. It seems very much like a bet gone wrong. Like PSVR yes. two obviously was heavily researched and probably mm-hmm. developed years yep. before we even I mean for sure it was developed years before we even heard about it. And I think there was still probably a lot of excitement around the VR space and hearing Meta talk about going into the metaverse and all this stuff. Maybe they were like, okay, like Facebook's competing, mm-hmm. uh, and we also need to make sure that we are there to capitalize mm-hmm. on all these developers that are going to come out and support Meta and all this stuff. And along the way, when things were already the ball was rolling, the production lines were already being spun up. It became clear that oh, okay, well, Meta is not doing that well. Yep. Like if VR is going to be the future, we still have a lot of runway to yep. get get this plane off the ground. Uh, and we don't have the developers we thought we were had and we don't want our mainline developers really working on this so we kind of just have to put this out where it is we can't make mm-hmm. it backward compatible because we thought that would be a we i mean it was just technical limitation so yep. i think that was kind of like even playstation at this point was like all right well we miscalculated but we're gonna sell it to the people yep that, that are gonna buy it we're not gonna subsidize it because we can't afford to yeah uh, and we're just gonna bite this bullet Nintendo, on the other hand, is very much like, I feel like they have to play it safe, as safe as possible. Mm-hmm. I mean, I just don't, I honestly don't know. Like, Switch 2, Switch has already been so successful. I think yep. you can easily make a good argument for a lot of people to buy a Switch 2 with the right games. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I mean, if you may, if you don't make it backwards compatible... I mean, people just buy it later, I guess. Like, yeah. people will buy it when it's worth it. I don't know. That'll be interesting. I don't know. I mean, it didn't really affect us when the... Because the PS3, you know, the weird cell architecture, like with the PS4, nothing was really backwards compatible. And we just kind of mm-hmm. had to sit there and eat it. Um, mm-hmm. With the Switch, we're moving to non-optical media. So we had to, like, uh, from the Wii U to the Switch, we had mm-hmm. to just say, like, none of our games are compatible because I can't fit this disc inside of my Switch. Mm-hmm. Um, but if there's if there's a company uh, that I think will make a disappointing move, like not making the Switch too fully backwards compatible, I think it'll be Nintendo, as much as that breaks my heart to say. Um, yeah. I, I think it's, like, it, it's going to be the thing that people talk about if you don't do it. But I think there's a there's a pretty big possibility that like we get this piece of hardware and it's not like do we get a, another switch upgrade? Do we get a switch pro? Maybe mm-hmm. because there's 120 million of these out there. And then mm-hmm. after that, do we get a switch two that's not backwards compatible? I think so. I don't that's know another, anything here. I'm just I'm spitballing. That's another point where there's 120 million switches out there. Yep. Like you're not just gonna make games that only run on the Switch Pro. Yep. Because you're selling, I mean, day one, you're selling to zero people. Yep. I mean, of course, by hour one, you're probably already selling to like 50 million people or some crazy number like mm-hmm. that. But point is, 120 million paying customers, you just don't leave that on the table. So yeah. it'll be very interesting to see if they are like, oh, switch two versions, switch one version, or we just make one version uh, that, you know, everybody can buy. I don't know. Um or we get two this, or three games that do both, like Breath of the mm-hmm. Wild did, but Super Mario Odyssey didn't. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know, man. There's so many. There's so many unknowns out there, and I think to the point that you initially started on is like, when are they gonna tell us what's coming next? Mm-hmm. I think June's a good good timing, but they're not gonna <laughs> be at E3. Sony's not at E3. Microsoft's not at E3. Like, who knows what the hell E3 is for probably three more years. Mm-hmm. Um, when do they do it? Maybe they carve out their own time. But to your point, I think I'll bring it back and say, like, they need to say what the future is. And mm-hmm. I think the, their runway is running out. So For the hardcore. Uh, yes. 
Yeah. Um, to wrap the conversation up, uh, what do you think the fall looks like for Nintendo? Like, if you had to guess, if you had to say, hey, yeah, I expect maybe we're going to play this one single game, or maybe we're going to do this or that, do you have any guesses on what you think this fall looks like for Nintendo? Man, that's really tough, because we, we don't have any big games after, like, Zelda. We know mm-hmm. that we're getting advanced... It's now... Fire Emblem just came out. We're getting um, Advanced Wars in April. Then we're getting mm-hmm. Zelda in May. And then after that, it's just like a... Oh, and then we're getting Pikmin 4 in July. Mm-hmm. But after that, I don't know. Um, they need a big fall title. And I think it's probably a Pokemon game. Um, mm-hmm. But who knows who's developing it because of what's going on at Game Freak just being an absolute disaster. Um, I think we just get a Pokemon game this, this fall and then Mm -hmm. we need a hardware announcement, but we aren't going to get one. It's just going to be Pokemon Mm. and it's going to be a remake of, um, what is the third generation? Um, Ruby is that? Yeah, we get, no, we got Omega Ruby and, and, uh, Alpha Sapphire. So maybe it's it's gen four then that we get remakes of finally. Is that black and white or something? I think it's X and Y. X and Y, yeah. Okay. No, no, it's Diamond, Pearl, Platinum. So in oh. my mind, no, Shining Pearl, didn't yeah, we get? Yeah, we just got that. Okay. God, I can't even keep track, man. I don't know, dude. I don't know. I, I've, I'm so checked out of the Pokemon like ecosystem at this point. I don't know what's going on. We get a Pokemon like Let's Go level game this this holiday. Mm-hmm. That's it. What do you think we're getting this year? Uh, I agree. I think we're going to get a Pokemon game just because that's tradition. Um, I think <laughs> they are going to uh, ride off the coattail of Breath of or Tears of the Kingdom for as long as yep. possible. But I do think we'll probably get around June E3 ish time. We'll probably get a uh, Mario Baseball announce. Um, yep. We might get some other like B tier type title. Yep. Based off of one of the main IPs. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's like a B tier Mario game or B tier. Yoshi, I mean, I don't know. I could see us getting like Captain Toad Yoshi's, 2. Captain Toad 2, Yoshi's Island 3. I mean, that might even be a game. I don't know. <laughs> uh, but we're going to get something like that. And then February, we'll have the Switch 2 announcement. So February 2024 is what I would imagine. For um, holiday or like for next month? Uh, It'd probably be holiday. And okay. then they'd also tease us like the new Mario game or something like that. Yeah. Get ready to play Mario Odyssey 2 on the new Switch 2 or something. I don't know. You going to shame me for not playing Odyssey at this point? Uh, I forgot about that. But yeah, that's that's absolutely bonkers. You need to get on that, sir. You said you're going to bonk me for that, right? Yeah. I wish I had like a bonk sound effect. <laughs> like some dang cartoon sound effect back at hit. But yeah, that's that's a, that's a, that's a bonking, sir. <laughs> Um, well, either way, look, I, um, I'm happy we got to talk about this. I was super yes. excited. It was, it was an A, it was an A for me. Um, yeah. maybe the next one will be better for you. I hope so. I hope so. I mean, this it's always ends the same way for me. I mean, I'm always super hyped and I'm like, oh, okay. It's pretty good, I guess. Can I give you a bonk nice. for not giving this an A? Sure. Yeah. I'll take a bonk. 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 <laughs> Uh, all right, Jacob. Thank you for coming along uh, or playing along. I don't even know what I was about to say. Coming along, coming along where? Um, thanks for joining. <laughs> you gotta me. eat, man. <laughs> I know this is very true. This is very true. Thanks for uh, joining me today, talking about the Nintendo Direct. I did not expect us to be talking about the Nintendo Direct for like 50 minutes, um, but I'm glad that we did. Um, I'm very excited for the return of Professor Layton, one of my favorite franchise. <laughs> IPs of all time, as as we all know. Join the Discord. Um, <laughs> throw just gifts of Professor Layton in there and tag Joseph for me. Thank you. Okay, yeah, please do that. Please do that. And if you want to join the Discord, um, links are always in the description. Like I said, playerplayerpod.com slash Discord, or just just open up the description of this podcast. It's all there. Um, 
As always, though, thank you all for listening. Thanks for getting to the end of the episode. If you enjoyed it, please subscribe on your podcasting platform of choice. Rate us five stars on iTunes or Spotify and tell your friends about us. If you want updates about future episodes and giveaways or anything like that, just join the Discord. Um, Also, shout out to um, the person that told their cousin to join the Discord. That's cool. I don't know who this person's cousin was, but shout out to you. Shout out to you. Maybe it was my cousin telling one of my other cousins <laughs> to join the Discord. I don't know. I don't know who's telling people to join the Discord, but shout out to you for, for doing that. Um, as always, big shout out to Aaron Miller for the intro music. You can follow him at the Miller Child on Instagram. If you want to see pictures of our son's baby, I don't think those are on the inter- internet, unfortunately, but they are on the Discord, so go join the Discord. Um, you can find him at Pax Arsenica on Twitter and Twitch or Arsen Lockpa on Instagram. Me, of course, uh, you can find me as the hoop man on the internet where the three, uh, where the E is a three and Jacob, where can the folks find you? Yeah. You can find me on Twitter at Jacob McCourt, J A C O B M C C O U R T. And then if there's one thing I want you to to listen to, uh, besides the player player podcast, please go listen to their whole back catalog. Do it. Um, I'm hosting a recap show for the last of us. Um, it is called cutscenes, a video game movie and TV podcast. I host it with, um, Travis and Katie who have not been on this show yet, but I mean, they're Maybe in they the, will be now. they're in the player player universe. Um, yeah. <laughs> so go check that out in, uh, on all major podcasting platforms. We're having a lot of fun with it. So thanks for having me on. Uh, yeah, how many absolutely. weeks do you think our is going to be out for? Only time will tell baby. Only time this is a secret bet tell. for us. Don't listen to this. Our son. I'll, I'll say, I was going to say at least four. I mean, I'll be damned if he can get back on this podcast within four weeks. There's no way that baby is going to be quiet to to record a podcast. So it might be six weeks. That'll be my guess. It'll be six weeks before you hear his voice back on the podcast. Well, I, I'm looking forward to hearing the, the player pair podcast world tour of guests. Um, thank yeah. you for letting me kick that off. Absolutely. Absolutely. Who's next um, week? Why don't you tease it? Tease it out. Next week is a little guy by the name of... Uh, I won't tell you his exact name, but he runs a little show called the Lukewarm's Games Podcast. Lukewarm Games Podcast. That guy. Yeah. Anyways, thanks for listening, guys. See you later. Bye. All right.